Welcome to Your Atomic Potential with host Chris Bell, a show designed for you where life and leadership cross paths, a show where small changes lead to large growth. Are you ready to unleash your atomic potential? Welcome to the next episode of Your Atomic Potential. Thanks for tuning in. If this is your first time tuning in, we greatly appreciate you following us as we're in the early stages of this podcast and getting it launched and getting it out to all of you and the community that intends to grow with us. Today's subject, we're going to talk about execution. I think it's a great way to start the series in this podcast and one of the great early topics to touch base on. With that said, if you're just tuning in, I want to give you a little bit of history about myself. And that is that I have run a podcast in the past called The Hard Fat Truth, and it was all geared around health, wellness, and weight loss as someone who struggled with that as part of their life. It was a one-year-long podcast where we podcasted weekly, had some guests and interviews, and really just taught me about podcasting. And it was a goal of mine to do, but a growth of mine, which I think is the more important part. I learned a lot from it. I learned that I made some mistakes while podcasting. And that if I'm clear and concise and upfront with every one of my viewers or listeners, that it's okay to have the odd mistake. So I'm going to be clear about that now, that I'm going to record these podcasts and there may be some bumps or there's some errors in my speaking because I'm just going to do it and bring you the information and let you grow from the information that we talk about here together. And one of the reasons for that is we're actually going to talk about in the execution part of this. And I have five questions for you about execution and how you can get better at creating your own atomic potential and growing yourself into somebody better. But I will state that my issue was I fell out of love with podcasting at the end. And we'll hear why as we get into these tips. So let's get moving. I also run a small group called Men's Tribe as I tried to support local men around me as we got into the pandemic and I found that people who I thought were strong leaders and strong men were struggling in that situation and it made me stop and think about what we're all going through as a world, as a society and as a community and what I could do to help because these are guys that I looked up to, they are men that I stood on their shoulders to hold me up at times And I saw some struggling, not to the point where I was overly concerned, but I just wondered what would happen if we all got together and created some solutions or a platform or something to make us get through and lead each other through a situation together. So I created Men's Tribe Better Together to generate some local community. And that became very important to me. It served my purpose and it started serving other men. And it's taken some time to build but that's okay. But that was all about execution. So the post I put in the other day came from watching some other people outside of that group and watching society kind of move along and friends I know that are smart, but are kind of stuck in some spot or people, not even friends, acquaintances on the outside. And I thought, what is the process of being successful? And I kind of went through some things and I've seen it before. And to me, the process is we see something, We want something, we design a way to get something, and then we execute it. Now let's think about execution. It's defined as the carrying out or putting into effect a plan, order, 
or course of action. And this is where I felt that people were struggling the most, was the ability to execute. It made me think deeper. It made me think about my career in corporate management and coworkers and projects that went on. And even with my own house and my kids, execution was where everybody kind of got stumped. That's where everybody stops. So you see something and you generate a desire, a desire to have that. Then you start putting a plan together and you start thinking about a plan of how you might want that. You can say that you're dreaming at this point. That plan doesn't have to be on paper. It's something that can be totally inside of your head. And then that plan has to develop into a strategy. A strategy to me is something we actually start to put down and put on paper or put into place. Now, that's thinking on a bigger scale. It can be small scale and it can be all something small inside your head as simple as making sure that we're trying to get our kid to a band practice every single day and executing something along that line so that they have growth and personal growth. And that's okay. You don't have to take this on as a large scale project or a large scale thought. This can be broken into day-to-day tasks and different things we do. But missing on execution, when I think back to helping people with their health and wellness to lose weight, this was the area that was a struggle. The problem now is how can you align all of these? How can you align a desire, a plan, a strategy, and the execution? We need a roadmap. And I think what a lot of people lack is the roadmap. And there's some unknown pieces in the roadmap. And those unknown pieces are where we struggle the most. So let's get into that. Let's get into the meat of what builds a roadmap for you. And we'll talk about how we get through this. And we'll talk about five questions we have to understand how to execute. So a high level first question that we have to get into is what is your most important outcome of this big execution? Let's call it a big execution. For you, what is your most important outcome or your most important problem to solve? You have to dig down and get deeper and deeper into that. If it is health and fitness, we often think about, well, I weigh X number of pounds and I need to lose 20 pounds. That's a good tactic and that's something that you can measure and that's great. But what is your big, important outcome? For me, it was to be a healthier, better, more active me that could engage my kids long into the late years of my life. That is the most important outcome. Working out and losing weight and eating better, those are some tools and tactics that get you there, but that's not what's the most important outcome. So how am I going to solve that problem? I think the two hardest pieces in that puzzle, number one is getting to that most important outcome. We often don't understand that because we think about the things in front of us real quick. We think about everything we see on the internet. We think about the commercials we see on TV with diet and weight loss. We think about the next job promotion and how am I going to get promoted? I just got passed up for that last promotion. I watched somebody else get a job, yet I work really hard and I can't seem to get that promotion. Where does that come from? Why am I not getting that? And that is because it is a goal along the way, but you haven't thought about the most important outcome of what comes from having that. The next big part, because we can kind of start to get there, we can kind of start to get to the important outcome. And then the disconnect becomes when you don't create a clear vision of the outcome for everybody involved. 
So that's the next step. We need to create a clear vision of what this outcome will look like for everyone involved. And I say everyone, because if that's improvement in your career, then it needs to be your coworkers. It needs to be your boss. It needs to be your future boss. It needs to be your future coworkers. It needs to be your own household because your next promotion or your next job or your next career path affects your family as well. This is an important step to stop and think about. And we often can't think far enough down the road for a clear vision of what that outcome looks like. And we often disconnect with everybody involved and don't tell them about this vision. That for me is a very important piece. So let's get into this a little bit further. I have five questions that you need to ask yourself to try and create some clarity on where you're missing on execution. Now, I'm sure you've had lots of success in your life, lots of success at home, lots of success as a parent if you're a parent, and that's great. We can stop and think about these successes, but let's think about where we aren't executing. Or think backwards. If you are executing everywhere, then ask these questions again anyways and stop and think about are you executing the right thing and is it serving you? Is it serving you for the future you and the vision you have of yourself? Let's go. Number one. Will my big execution move me towards my vision? If what I'm executing on, will it move me towards the vision of my future self? That's an important key. Because if you don't have that roadmap connection between the vision and the execution, you're not going to execute. Number two, is my big execution supporting myself, supporting my family, supporting my career, supporting my employer. Again, this is about alignment because whatever you're choosing to do or want to do and see yourself in the future, it needs to connect and it needs to support you first. Where do you want to go? What do you want to be? And who do you want to be? Think about that for a minute. You first. And then we get into our discussions. For me, the next big one is my family my spouse and my kids. It used to be my career. I always chase my career next. What's the next best step for my career? Because that'll help my family. I've changed that mindset. That's been a total shift in my mindset over the last number of years. Because what I do in my career will affect my family. So I need to engage my family first and find out if it supports my family in the proper ways. Not just monetarily by providing an income to my family, but by by providing my best self to my family and showing up? And then is my big execution supporting my next step in my career? If you want to have career growth, does it support that next step? And does it support my employer? Because are they going to benefit from my next big execution? Whether we want to think or not, it is a two-way street with an employer. We're hired to do a job. We do that job. We need to benefit them so that they can benefit us. I don't care how you want to cut it, but that's just a reality. So you need to make sure that's in alignment. Number three, will achieving my execution make a statement for me, for my spouse, for my family, and for my work organization? I know it sounds really close to number two, but if we're trying to go beyond the average, because that's the reality, each of you has potential that you need to unlock. If you want to be above average, if you want to be more than, but you have to talk about it and you have to work towards that. 
So will your achievement of your execution make a statement for you? Will it make a statement for you and your health? Will it make a statement for you and your own mental wellness, for your spouse, or for the organization you work for? If so, then hey, we're on the right path. And number four, who has the greatest capability to support you through this? Think about this for a minute. This is a tough one. You have to look at who your big supporters are when you're deciding to make a change and move your life forward. You will find yourself surrounded by many people who don't support you. It's really easy. I feel like there's three types of people in this. You either have enablers who just say yes to everything you do, but they haven't really talked you through with it. You have supporters who actually want to support and see you grow. That's what I want for you. I know that each of us has a small little atomic ability inside of us to grow into something more explosive if we unleash it. So who is your supporter? You need to adopt those people and you need to adopt them now. And then you're going to have the naysayers. You're going to have friends, family, and coworkers that immediately tell you, you can't do that. That's not going to work. We've tried this before. If you're trying for weight loss and health and wellness, they're going to tell you, go ahead and eat the cookie. You deserve it. You've worked out really hard for four or five days. You deserve it. These people are not your supporters. These people are in a comfortable life and they want you to be in that average comfortable life to make themselves feel secure in what they're doing. So stop it. Go find who your biggest supporters are and adopt them immediately. Bring them into your plan. Bring them into your execution. Bring them into your future. And if they're not there, this is the hard one, is that you need to say no to them during this plan. It doesn't mean we don't get to hang out with people and do things or engage coworkers, but during this part of this plan and this execution you want to do, they can't be part of it. And that sucks. And the biggest one, number five, are you excited about it? Do you have an emotional connection to this execution that you want to do? For me, I had emotional connections to achieving my first triathlon. I had emotional connections to achieving my half marathon, to achieving my next corporate regional manager position, to achieving my project management. There were some emotional connections to that. Maybe not always the best connections. But you have to be excited about it or you're not going to do it. You also have to see the end game. So those are my five questions I have for you right now. And what I want to do is step back into number five and explain the podcast part of it. So we're going to backtrack a little. Bear with me. Think of the beginning of this podcast. When I told you I podcasted about the hard fat truth for a year straight and that I completed it, number five is where I stopped. I fell out of love with it. I no longer was excited about it, and I no longer had an emotional connection. And the reason for that was, as I had tried to improve the quality of the podcast, I bought more equipment to have a clearer, better podcast. I got into podcast editing. I started editing my podcast. It was nice and clear for you, the audience. I think the quality of the audio was a little bit better. It's still something I plan on working on through this podcast, but I got into editing. And I would go and edit out pieces and then I would over edit and under edit and I would question it. And the next thing I know, a 20 minute podcast took me three hours to put together. And you as a listener got, in my opinion now, a slightly better podcast. 
slightly better listening, slightly better quality. We cut out some of the dead space and made it a little bit faster. And that was great. But I was no longer doing what I loved. I was busy editing and not podcasting. So I hope you can see that's where the execution stopped in the podcast. Now, I was dedicated to what I said I would do. I had designed a one-year platform, and I did complete one full year. But the last probably eight weeks, I kind of trudged my way through it only because I knew there was an end in sight and I was going to end at one year. And that really is unfortunate because it was serving so many people and building a community that I then walked away from at that point in time. I made my commitment. I committed to one year and I let everybody know that from day one. So I completed my commitment. So my commitment to everybody on this podcast is I don't plan on quitting it in one year. It's something I plan on doing. It's part of my future. It's part of myself. But I don't commit to at this time editing a podcast to have the best quality audio there is out there for you. But I do intend to deliver the best quality me to you on every one of these podcasts. So if I miss a word, I stumble on a word, I apologize. But if I edit it and I get into editing... The podcast is going to end and then it's not going to serve you and it's no longer going to serve me. And that sucks. I don't want to do that. And I'm not going to feed myself that bullshit. I do apologize for the language. I'm not going to feed myself that bullshit. We're going to grow together and we're going to execute. And that why that's why it was important for me to come down, create one of the first podcasts on execution and execute it. We just launched our webpage. You can look us up at youratomicpotential.com, youratomicpotential.ca. I'm building it. It is a work in progress, but that is okay. That is okay to have a work in progress because fear of failure is another thing that stops us from execution. Fear of failure. I think we'll put another whole podcast together on that, but most of us can get through the see it, want it, even start to design it in our head and the execution stops because we haven't asked ourselves the five questions on execution or because we fear failure. You know what? I fear failure too, but I'm willing to stumble. I'm willing to grow and I'm willing to put this podcast out and I'm willing to take some risks. I'm willing to execute and see what execution looks like for you, for me, and let's grow it together. I want to be mindful of your time. I don't want these to be drawn out long one hour podcast. I find personally, I'm struggling with one hour podcast. I will look at people I can interview to bring on to here. We're going to touch base on topics. I will update the webpage. I believe eventually we'll get a blog into there. And there's lots of growth potential. But feel free to reach out to me and let me know topics you want to discuss. Topics about the real world. Topics about growth in our career. Growth in our homes. Growth as a father. Growth as a husband. Because I'm 46 years old and I spent the majority of my life struggling my way through this thinking I had to do it alone. And I've gotten through hardships. I've gotten through trials and tribulations. And I'm not going to stand here and put myself on a soapbox of all my success. I want to talk about all my hardships and how I got past them. Because I still believe to this day that every person has a story. And that our past designs us, but our past does not define us. Think about that for a minute. Your past designed you, but your past does not define you. You can have whatever career you want. You can have whatever your life you want. You have to work on skills. You have to work on growth. You have to work on yourself. 
and I'm here to help you and provide you with some tools and techniques along the way and some other people, including myself, to let you know that you're not in this alone. If you're in corporate leadership, if you're in health and wellness, if you're just struggling to make ends meet and be at home with your family and be connected, I have some tools and techniques and I want to share them as we get through this together and grow this podcast and grow this community. I want to take the small potential that you see in yourself and unlock it and unleash it into this giant explosive new you that you'll be in the future. You have the potential. Thank you for tuning in this podcast. I look forward to catching you in the next podcast. If you found any value in this, please share this podcast. We're on Apple. We're on Spotify. We're on Anchor. We're on Pocket Casts. There'll be many other platforms that we get through and we'll get that launched into the website and we'll get the connections in there as well. So thank you. I want to thank you for your time and spending these 20 minutes with me and allowing me to spend 20 minutes with you. It's very important to me to fill my purpose, which is helping others and leaving them better than I found them and sharing wisdom. Have a great day, everyone. Go make some magic happen.